Welcome to the Christ's Quarter. Thank you for taking a quarter of an hour out of this day to enjoy the presence of Christ and the words of Christ. Today, let's read a section of scripture, discuss what it means, and also how it applies to our lives. I hope that God will speak to you through my words, and more importantly, through his scriptures, and will bring you closer to him. I am blessed and thankful to have this time to speak with you, and I thank you so much for being with me here today. The Christ's Quarter is available on Amazon Music. Just ask your smart speaker or app to play the Christ Quarter podcast. I'm also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Today's scripture selection is Ezekiel chapter 18, verses 1 through 9, and verses 30, 31, and 32. The King James Version is as follows. The word of the Lord came unto me again, saying, What mean ye, that ye use this proverb concerning the land of Israel, saying, The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and their children's teeth are set on edge? As I live, saith the Lord God, ye shall not have occasion any more to use this proverb in Israel. Behold, all souls are mine, as the soul of the Father, so also the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. But if a man be just, and do that which is lawful and right, and hath not eaten upon the mountains, neither hath lifted up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, neither hath defiled his neighbor's wife, neither hath come near to a mistress woman, and hath not oppressed any, but hath restored to the debtor his pledge, hath spoiled none by violence, hath given his bread to the hungry, and hath covered the naked with a garment. He that hath not given forth upon usury, neither hath taken any increase, that hath withdrawn his hand from iniquity, hath executed true judgment between man and man, hath walked in my statutes, and hath kept my judgments to deal truly, he is just. He shall surely live, saith the Lord God. Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, every one according to his ways, saith the Lord God. Repent and turn yourselves from all your transgressions, so iniquity should not be your ruin. Cast away from you all your transgressions, whereby ye have transgressed, and make you a new heart and a new spirit. For why will ye die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord God. Wherefore, turn yourselves and live ye. The NIV says it this way. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you people mean by quoting this proverb about the land of Israel? The parents eat sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge? As surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, you will no longer quote this proverb in Israel. For everyone belongs to me, the parent as well as the child. Both alike belong to me. The one who sins is the one who will die. Suppose there is a righteous man who does what is just and right. He does not eat at the mountain shrines or look to the idols of Israel. He does not defile his neighbor's wife or have sexual relations with the woman during her period. He does not oppress anyone but returns what he took and pledged for a loan. He does not commit robbery, but gives his food to the hungry and provides clothing for the naked. He does not lend to them an interest or take a profit from them. He withholds his hand from doing wrong and judges fairly between two parties. He follows my decrees and faithfully keeps my laws. That man is righteous. He will surely live, declares the sovereign Lord. Therefore, you Israelites, I will judge each of you according to your own ways declares the Sovereign Lord. Repent. Turn away from all your offenses. Then sin will not be your downfall. 
Rid yourselves of all the offenses you have committed, and get a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, people of Israel? For I take no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Sovereign Lord. Repent and live. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the freedom and the ability to discuss your word and enjoy your presence. Help us to understand your word and your will for our daily lives more fully. We ask that you bless this discussion of your word, that it will speak to someone who needs to hear from you. We ask that you use these words to bring someone closer to you, and that you will touch their hearts to love others through action in your name. That each of us will do something to show love to their neighbor, in action as well as in word. That each of us will do our best to represent you to the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. The verses for today are clarifying and corrective. In our scriptures for today, we see God's people in exile in Babylonia. Their holy city has been ravaged, and their lives have been turned upside down and inside out. They're in a foreign land surrounded by other gods, and have begun to wonder if God, the one true God, still remembers them or cares about them. And if he does remember them and care about them, is he able to take care of them? Is he able to protect them? After years of existing in this situation, the people have decided that it's just not their fault. They are being punished for the sins of their forefathers. The popular saying at the time was the fathers have eaten sour grapes and their children's teeth are set on edge, meaning that the current uncomfortable situation they're in is their father's fault and they are blameless. God is being unfair because it's just not their fault. But is it? Is God being unfair in punishing these innocent, blameless exiles? Well, let's get right to it. In our scripture today, the exiles have been under Babylonian dominance for about 70 years, and they have decided on a way to avoid feeling guilty for their sins or even taking responsibility for them. Their whole exile, their personal losses, the ransacking of their holy city, none of it is their fault. Their only part in this was to have been unlucky enough to have been born as such sinful people. I'm sure they were able to point to many sins committed by the fathers, and were able to use those to blame them for their current situation. But doing this allowed them to not look in the mirror and examine their own contributions to the situation and to the continuing of the situation. Accepting that God has used the Babylonians to exile them from their promised land because of the father's sins, we would then have to ask them, what are they doing to change the situation? Are they praying to God and asking him to forgive his people and let them go home? Are they praying to God, asking for direction? They're not. In fact, verse 6, we see a reference to the exiles eating upon the mountain. This is a reference to their participating in the idolatrous practices that took place on the mountain. So not only are they not seeking God, they are worshiping idols. I am sure that the children have to live under conditions that were created by the willful sins and mistakes of their fathers. But the children are certainly guilty of their own transgressions against God. Verse 4 of our scriptures today states that all souls belong to God, the soul of the father as well as the soul of the child. It also states that the soul that sins will die. And if that isn't enough, the following verses remind them of what some sins are. Worshipping idols, adultery, intercourse with a woman who is menstruating, cheating, and otherwise taking advantage of the poor and all of God's other statutes and judgments. Follow this and do not sin, and to paraphrase verse 9, you will be just and you will live. In other words, keep the law. 
God here is saying, in my opinion, since you are calling yourself blameless, well, go then and be perfect. Verse 30 and verse 31, then go on to state, therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, every one according to his ways. Of course, it is impossible for any of us to be perfect, but thankfully God is merciful. And in verse 31 states, make you a new heart and a new spirit. In verse 32, God is saying to us that he wants us to repent, turn from sin, turn to him and live. Many of us today have a difficult time taking responsibility for our situations. We look for others to blame. But the first step in improving our situation is to acknowledge our part and how we arrived in it and to acknowledge who can get us out. Yes, our parents are human and have made mistakes, as we all have and continue to do so. But we must forgive them. We must forgive ourselves. And then we must turn to God and move forward with his help. Is it my fault? Or is it not my fault? It doesn't really matter. Forgive. Stop looking backwards. Put your hand in God's outreaching hand and move into your better and improved future. That concludes our scripture discussion for today. Thank you for spending this time with me, talking about, learning about, and enjoying Christ. It is my hope that God has used my words to touch you today and has brought you closer to him. Please contact me if you wish to have further information about Christ. You may email me at blackhattoday at gmail.com with Christ's quarter in the subject line. You may also call or text me at 832-377-0044. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. The Christ Quarter is available on Amazon Music. Just ask your smart speaker or app to play the Christ Quarter podcast. I'm also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to learn about podcasting or have your own podcast, please share your name and your questions with me. If you would like to respond to anything I've said here today, please leave a voicemail or text at 832-377-0044. If you find value in the message you've heard here today, you may support me via my cash app, dollar sign black hat today, or via the links in the description. It has been a privilege to talk with you today, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. This is Kirk. Meet me again here as soon as you can on the Christ Quarter.